so dedicated. Money on my mind, money, money's the mentality. Niggas throwing shade, fuck around, become a casualty. Bitch, I'm David Blaine, I be doing magic casually. Disappear to work, pulling bitches like I'm gravity. Yeah, I'm getting paid, I see why these niggas mad at me. Don't get the time of day, go away, shorty mad at me. See this shit so clear, look in here, I see with clarity. No, they don't compare to me, no talking, they just stare at me. Take care of my people too, plus I'm taking care of me. Pockets full of medicine, I do not need therapy. That broke shit is embarrassing. Bitch, I'm dripping kerosene. Liar says my higher, see the fire in my energy. Pushing this medicine, shit hot as the devil is They say that we devilish, I pray and I manifest Lose fear when you understand, I'm just a catalyst Delivering messages, the power and sentences Empower your senses then, you hating I sense it fam I think that I make a plan, you fake it and make a bitch How could I make this up, I really done did the stuff How can I get enough, that hating just give it up If they kill me but I live forever Fuck how you feel, just do better People gon' change like the weather Whether you with it or not, the cycle don't stop I'm finna get it forever Forever, ever Forever, ever Forever, ever Forever, ever I'm finna get it forever Forever, ever Forever, ever Forever, ever Forever, ever I just keep going and go She call, I don't answer the phone What's good, my people? This is your boy, Kevin Black, for the Bread and Butter Podcast. Shout out to all MTM DJs, Stack of Star DJs. Y'all know how we do it, baby. We stand our own land because we built that motherfucker. We are the owners. Shout out to Thomas Media Group, LLC. We finna kick off another interview for y'all. I told y'all when this year began. Hey, man, we're going to have some of the dopest interviews about this street culture this hip-hop culture, this rap culture, you feel me? And today is a special day. We got none other than a psychedelic gangster, TZ Dub. He gonna be hitting me up on the lines in a minute, man. But right now, I want y'all to jump off to some of his music, man, and check him out, man. Go follow him everywhere on all his social media sites, baby, at TZ Dub. Dub is spelled D U. H-H-T-Z-D-U-H-H. Hit him up, y'all. Let's go. Let's jump over to some of his joints, baby. Yeah. Uh, 
Lamborghini Mercy, yo bitch she so thirsty She suck me like a Slurpee, shorty suck like Kirby Never seen me but you heard me, dying bro Kentucky Derby Pop the bean and now I'm swerving with my niggas out here serving I might switch up what I'm serving, get some bricks that look like bourbon Cause my homie got the plug, I need an increase in earnest Now I'm capping, blow up rapping, know they watching I'm what's happening, heard you hating, that's just Satan I got people praying for me People depending on me You give a testimony Boy don't be testing me I got the recipe This is my specialty My haters especially My flow like special needs I give you what you need I set her pussy wet like Fiji water I might buy my bitch a collar I'm just out here for the koala I'm in love with dirty dollars Told y'all, man. I was waiting on that important call, and we got none other than my man TZ Dub. Definitely just hit up the line. Hey, let the people know you're in the building, Joe. What up, y'all? <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, man. Um, it's a, um definitely a pleasure and an honor to have you on the show. I definitely um been loving with you. Um brought to the table with that 31 days, Joe. Oh, yeah. Hey, where you from? Let the people know where you from. Chicago. What part of Chicago you from? Northside. Northside. Hey, you definitely got a swag with it, too. That's definitely some real heat you putting out there. Um, where your name come from? Shit, TZ is short for Twilight Zone. Okay, okay. Where the dog come from? The dog, I mean, it It started out just like uh, my name on Facebook was TZ. I needed the last name. So I just put dog. It's obvious to me, dog. Right, know. right, yeah. right. That's, that's true. Like, I, I, and you know what? Not to cut you out, I, I felt that when I, like, just looked at the name and the um, content you put out, right? And I felt yeah. it was just like, duh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's some Chicago shit. I caught off. Um, I like the way you you um bring your sound. Um, you definitely got a quality sound and it's a lane of your own. You feel me? So like yeah. what's your what's your process of picking beats and, and, and how you be working it in the studio? Man, it really just depends. For 31 days, I did the whole thing in a month. I wrote 31 songs in a month. Okay. Um, I only used 15 of them for that. 15 or 16. And then I split the other half into another project called 31 Nights that's not out yet. Um, But really, 
for 31 days, I got up with my main producer, Gotham, and we just made beats every day. I told them, like, the month before that we were going to make beats and write songs every day. He would come over every day, and we'd write songs and make beats and shit, and then record every Sunday everything that I did. But, uh, I mean, that's not my usual process. I, I'd be just getting beats sent to my email. Other people send them to my email, or I get up with some of my homies that make beats, and we make them. And then, right? I'm always usually trying to write. I'd be up to like four or five in the morning some nights just writing music. So how much how much are you um investing into the production part? I, when you talk about making beats, you say we. So um do you just get in there with the producer, your producer, or I I started making beats when I was like fifteen. I don't really make them too much more myself now, but I have Usually a lot of creative say in the way, direction, and stuff that we do. I tell them my ideas and what I want. And then they, the ones that I've been working with for a long time, they usually got a pretty good idea of the shit that we're talking about. Like, I, I go in there and be just making straight noises. They do a pretty good job. Of right, right. <laughs> right, because um, you definitely creative, and um, you bring a lot of creativity to the forefront with, with your music. Like I Thanks. see you just dropped um a visual for um dedicated. Yeah. Um what was the um process on that? Cause I got a couple of joints. I think it's like six joints I wanna know about. If you don't mind like just Oh yeah, no, nah, I got you. Man. I you got know you. what I'm saying? But um dedicated was the um first one. And you'll understand why I'm asking you is when I put the interview out, but like Dedicated was the first one. Like, can you like not just break down the concept of the video, but the um the, the thought of mind you had when you actually made the song? Where did that energy come from? Sure, it's just part of the whole thirty-one days process. You know, I got it with my boy Kai. He made that. The other half of the uh, video is for the song Forever which is at, damn near at the end of the album. But uh, there's two videos in one. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like I didn't put so much time, effort, and money into all of this shit compared to a lot of the people I know that do music. And it's just, I'm dedicated, you know? And actually, I said the biggest inspiration for that and why it was the intro is because Lil Wayne is my favorite rapper. Right, right. Okay. And then uh, the dedication to Low Key was like one of my favorite albums. It still is. I low key listen to it often. Okay. Uh, but uh, so I was just like, I'm gonna title the first song "Dedicated." That's dope. Uh, that, that that that's dope right there. Cause I I really love. I had already loved the the track, and I see you had um dope. Told me about the the interview. I was like, yeah, that's dope. I, I definitely will. Um, I definitely want to interview because, like, you're an artist to me that's really out there grinding, and you you see it in like uh, um some of your visuals. You feel me? Like, like you got them on scene where you out there with the people, and you can see like the growth era around you. And I think that's just dope. Oh uh, yeah, I appreciate it. 
What was up with the Fuji water? Fiji water. Oh, the track Fiji water? Yeah. Man, to be honest, I just, I drink a lot of water. Right, okay. I specifically drink Fiji water a lot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I actually have a painting in my house that my one of my best friends did, and it's a Fiji water bottle. That's dope. Uh, That's but, dope. yeah, I'm a big, big water drinker. I've always been a water drinker like, most of my life. My mom drinks a lot of water, so that's where I get that from. The, all my friends, they end up starting to drink more water from being around me. What's I'm up? Everybody's <laughs> hydrated. What's up? Ain't nothing wrong with the water. You gotta love uh, the water. Man, it's crazy. There are people out here who don't like water. Oh, you tweaking. You 70% water. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's how I feel about people that talking about they can't swim. I'll be like, what? Boy, you better get your ass in there and learn. Man, you better learn. <laughs> You feel me? Because the world is 75% water. So, what you mean? Okay. Oh, I will. It's a skill to have. It's like, come on now. That's like, what if you end up in the water? Now? Yeah. Like, you yeah. really finna just let yourself drown? You tweak it. <laughs> you just go give up. Fuck. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, You know, I was reading your bio. You know, what stood out to me was not only was you, uh, are you, um, an artist from Chicago, you know, but you signed to yourself. Yeah. Okay. You know, this is the Bread and Butter podcast. So that's why I really wanted to do the interview because I like to, you know, pick artists' brains on certain decisions they done made. And really, you know, see the benefits and get the pros and cons since they stuck to it. And you haven't took that down like, oh, I want to sign this major deal. And I know you be around those type of people. You feel me? So it's like, I wanted to know, where did you get the idea from to sign yourself? And also, how has that been going since you made that decision for your career? Man, shit, it's a lot harder to do, you know, without label backing and stuff like that, without anybody really helping you, you know. Right. But at the same time, it also, you know, I have full creative control of my stuff, so it's just like nobody's really telling me what to do. So that I appreciate. Because, uh, we're supposed to be talking about some distribution deal soon or something like that uh, with some of my people. Um, and my boy, when I met him and shit, he was like, man, because he's an A&R and uh, he's the one who's like pushing for this distribution deal for me. Right. I showed him stuff and he was like, man, bro, you pretty much got everything. All you need really is distribution, you know, it's like. They got the bigger networks and they got the money out behind them. Everything I do, I pay for on my own. I pay for out of pocket. My brother is my manager. Okay. You know, he works at O'Hare and he be getting the flights for cheap. So we be flying everywhere for the low. And for I just sure. for everything we do, we do on our own. You know, I've been paying for my studio. I've been blessed though. I've been blessed. I got a lot of people who got my back, like my engineer. 
a lot of my producers, like I got a lot of producers, I get a lot of free beats, all, right. all type of shit. I got a lot of people who look at it and show me love. So I'm definitely more blessed, I feel like, than the usual independent artist. But it's like, it also took time to even get to this point. But it's like, I set out when I first started taking music like super, super serious back in like 2016. Okay. Uh, I started with that goal, like, man, I'm going to build a team and it's going to just be, that way I got everything I need and what I want. You know, but this this is beneficial. But then, like I said, it's hard also because, you know, I got four kids and all types of other shit going on. So it's like money is the they say money. Money can't fix all your problems. These are people who obviously have money and say shit like that. Like the, only, the only problems I have are money related. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? My heart. Hey, look, we are brothers of the same, man. Because I'll be, I'll be hearing some of them quotes that used to sound like righteous and slick. That shit sound dumb as hell right now. Like, and that's oh. one of them. What you mean? I got all the time in the world. Oh God. What I don't have is all the fucking money. So don't oh, tell me. Not like that. I hear you, but I can't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, my friend's like, oh, well, when you get money, you get other problems. Like, bro, I'd rather have other problems. I need some bread. <laughs> you know, I'm always willing. If I got to accept change, I might as well accept new problems, too. You feel oh, me? Yeah. I might as well accept new problems. But, yeah, hey, man, I definitely, um, um, I like the way, um, you have been um, building with 31 days. You feel me? Um, I would like to know about this song in particular, Ring. Ring? Ring. Uh, Ring was just, uh, it came about randomly. My boy Gotham had got some stems from another producer and they we're just fucking around making beats and then uh i wrote this verse i wrote my verse and it just sat for a while i recorded it there wasn't nothing on it and then i ended up getting in soon with uh my homie solo the dweeb and uh he was fucking with it and he got on it he just had some shit like he, right. i don't even that's what made me look at it, because I saw his name, not to cut you off, but I saw his name, and I, I like his um his cadence and just his whole style, his delivery, right? And I, uh, yeah, he get busy. He get busy, right? And I was like, damn, okay, let me check this out. But we got to talk about this today. My friend put me on to him. He had a song called Molly Kool-Aid, and they showed me, they were like, yeah, y'all, this is like years before I met him. Actually, I met him at a party, random as fuck, but I had met him. I mean, I heard about him before from some of my homies because they know him. And uh, they're like, yeah, y'all should make a song together. We rock the band. And then I ain't never meet him. Uh, I, I tried to hit him up on uh, Facebook, I think, but he ain't know me, so I, I don't think he responded. Right. And I ran to him at a party and shit, random as fuck. I started talking to him and then... Uh, we just became cool. And then I invited him to a studio session. We kept trying to get up for a hot ass minute. 
and it just never happened. And then finally, he came to one of my studio sessions and he just went in there, put the hook on it. And then uh, he wrote a verse. Man, that's and dope. That's dope because I, I love the persistence in you to get that done. You feel me? Because he definitely, um, he bring the, he bring the um silhouette to that joint. He definitely brings it on that joint. Um, this Freddie Gibbs joint that you got, yeah. How you make that happen? Shit, money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that shit was such a fucking stressful, stressful long period of work. I I did the whole 30, 31 days album. I wrote it all in August, two thousand eighteen. Wrote it all in the month of August. I like the whole thing. I wrote it all in August and, and recorded a good bunch of it. It was all like rough drafts and shit. Um, then I originally had did the song with my homie uh, Bando Brando, and um, then. Uh, I had two versions of it. His, his his verse was rough. It wasn't like it wasn't rough, but I had I just be emailing motherfuckers like celebrities and shit. I just be seeing if they'll respond, you know, like more just like, shit, what's up? I got this much for a feature. You'll do it or not? Nah. They a lot of times motherfuckers don't respond. I be lowballing motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie. I'm right. I'll be lowballing them, but I'm definitely not coming out the gate like here's ten bands. You feel me? Right, right. I feel you because I <laughs> reason I ask that right because when I look at the matchup, I see you, I see Solo, then I see Freddie Gibbs, and I'm like, I know all these guys got somewhat personal connections with Doe from the Goat. Oh, yeah, that's funny. You know, so I was like, did this happen organically or did Doe have I, something to do it with it? It happened that? all uh, without Doe, Doe having anything to do with it. I only low-key just got cool with Doe, like, in the last year or two. Okay. But the album was done before I, I even really knew him. Um, The shit with Freddie, you know, I emailed his, I emailed him. And then his manager hit me back and said that they would do it. And they low-key wanted 10 racks. And, you know, I don't know. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. Oh, yeah. You already know how niggas is coming out here. Oh, they'll be like, man, (laughs) you'll do it for, like, five, like, type shit. You know, niggas is is haggling and shit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They came out the gate talking about they needed 10. I was like, man, it's only 12 bars. You'll do it for lower. <laughs> and so they do, like, so I, they ended up doing it for seven. So I got it for like seven bands. And we was in good uh, contact for a hot ass minute. And then right when the song got finished, he got signed to RCA. Oh, okay. Started acting funny. So do you like, did you, was that a work for hire type situation? Or- yeah. I just emailed him, and then, shit, uh, I paid him half the bread, and then they did the verse, sent it back, and I sent them the rest. And we were supposed to get and do the video. I was going to fly to L.A. and do the video and shit. And he got signed, and then I guess his label ain't want him doing no 
shit outside of them. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's all, but that song is all you, right? It belongs to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, hey, that's an up end for that one. Yeah, not to even release that shit, bro. They was playing games, bro. I tell you what, they was playing motherfucking games, bro. I had to go on Twitter on the floor because, look, these niggas was dodging the emails. We was trying to get the release and all this other shit, you feel me? We was trying to get the motherfucking release. So was it, it was up. it Freddie people or was it the record label? It was uh, his his manager. We wouldn't, we never talked to the label. We only talked to Lambo, and I, I was hitting up Freddie. And niggas was playing. You feel me? They was dodging my fuckers, and then they wasn't answering. So I went on Twitter, phone because these niggas be posting on Twitter. You know them niggas be Twittery, so right. Don't no say towards nobody. Um, I got on Twitter for and I just commented on Freddie Gibbs shit like, man, y'all bogus to sell. I paid niggas seven bands for this motherfucking song, and y'all niggas is playing with the email and not sending me the release. Woo out the bam. And so I, I see his manager had just posted. I jumped on his shit and said, damn, near same shit. Just spazzing on him, you feel me? And they immediately got a motherfucking email back with the release form and all that shit. So you had to you had to beat niggas um social media doors down for the release. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we're going we gonna, to, um, I'm going to chalk it up as they was busy. I know you ain't chalk it up like that because you had to do the beating. Man, I you, just wanted the song put out. I ain't give a fuck how long it took, how how it was going to happen. But I was like, I'm not going to get finessed out of seven bands for y'all finna give me what I was looking for at least, you feel me? Especially so, if y'all not promote the song, y'all not going to let me get the video, you definitely going to let me drop this bitch at least. So uh, let's say you know, through back channels. The song ended up catching fire. You feel me? Um, and they be like, hey, man, we'll pay for the video. What you doing? Man, I'm going to do that shit. I'm going to do that shit. <laughs> I don't, no, I right. don't. Freddie Gibbs, personally, to me, he's an amazing rapper. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like with his whole situation with Jeezy, he should be more in tune with his fans and people from the street, especially features he doing shit. He's yeah, like motherfuckers yeah. taking advantage of him because he was independent. It's like, damn, folks, so you should be. Yeah, true that. I feel you. I definitely. But I ain't never, I ain't never gonna like, you know, not listen to the new music. I listen to his music. I fuck with him. I fuck with his sound. I fuck with all that. He was inspirational for me. That's why I even got him for the damn song, you know. True that. But I just like that that music label shit. That should be having niggas acting fool. So you and like you plan on always in bro? He got management, he got other motherfuckers, you feel me? That'd be like, oh well, this, that, and the other, whatever the fuck. He probably half the time don't even be seeing the emails. He just get told what to do and he do that shit. So that's why you love being independent, cause you miss all that shit. Man, I, I just like it being independent because I wanna own all my shit. And at the end of the day, if my shit goes where it's supposed to go, I'm trying to get majority of all the fucking money. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's why we um do this podcast to get artists honest opinion that's really out there doing it independent. We really want y'all honest opinion opinion about the so-called quote unquote celebrities that you might have worked with. You feel me? And that type of structure that they working under and the type of structure you working under coming out your pocket. So to this day, what's your um biggest the 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 joints you got the most numbers on 
versus the joint you felt should have got the most numbers? Uh, that's hard. The whole album, uh, 31 Days on Spotify, did almost like a million. It was like 989, 50,000. Yeah. Oh. Um, personally, I don't, I don't really know. To be honest, it's I get different opinions from other people, and I feel different about all my music. You know, every song that I make, I feel is just like a different piece of me, and every album I feel like represents a different part of my life and shit like that. So it's just like different times, and you know, I'd be listening to the songs right before they even come out. They be like two years old. I have songs that just recently came out, and I made them bitches in like 2016. You know, my like, damn, this shit sound brand new. Me and my homie just put an album out called Psychedelic Gangsters. That shit took seven years to put out. You feel me? Yeah, because once you hear the intro, you are gonna hear me say that. Like, <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, I definitely plugged that because I'm like, oh, that, that's something. Now that's something that I, I definitely. That's new to me right there. Cause I like I've been up on you for a minute. And I like once I really had to listen today for the interview, I was like not like I supposed to be. You feel me? And yeah. I had to take that one on the chin myself, like, damn, he hitting him. You feel yeah. me? He like, hitting him. Lots of stuff for me. It'd be old to me, but it'd be new to my first. So I feel like my sound is just constantly changing in my direction that I'd be trying to go is constantly changing. I try to make different albums so that I can just have different pieces and just memories and shit like that. That's why I love all my videos, all that stuff. It's just like, I'll fuck around, buy an outfit just for the video. Probably end up <laughs> losing that bitch and be like, damn, well, at least it's immortalized forever in this fucking video. I, and, I, and, I, and I feel you because, like, once you get deep into it like you are, as I'm saying, as we talking, and you, you pay for your own way and you know I'm the owner, you feel yeah. me? Like, I'm big on ownership. So once you know I'm the owner, like, I paid the way for this to happen. You be like, man, shit, everything I do gonna be a hit. And oh, baby. <laughs> I say you checked out uh my place, the song. I say also one of the bigger ones from uh 31 Days is Queso. When I was with uh Peso Peso. Yeah, and I you know what? I chose not to get them because I, I figured they was so big that everybody had knew them. You know what I'm saying? There was some big records. So I was like, I wanted to get like this one for I'm glad you brought that up. My place, my place is something that goes beyond the sonic realm of just hip hop. You feel me? <laughs> like for real. Like that motherfucker. That motherfucker hit hard. And I love gas, gas you up. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that Balloon Animals album, that's like one of them secret low-key albums that don't nobody really know about. And I, like, and, that's and and I, I just got sure up on it today. I wish that, because, uh, you know, I made that in like, low-key, I made it in like 2017. 
And we probably released it around then too, or we started in like 2016 and then released it 2017, but then it was never on no official platforms. I just recently put it on an official one like a year or two ago. But uh, that whole album is, you know, it's different. It's really like my uh, take on making my own hip hop music versus, you know, usually I like to make trap music. I like to yeah. make turn up music. And, you know, I don't usually be on some like, chiller type beats so I, I do i do i got like a mixed taste i guess but that one was me and my homie just on some fucking around shit but he made we made that beat i helped make the beat for gas Up. we made it on a fucking iphone damn <laughs> damn technology yeah. got us living out here for real living in groove fun little period of my life it was just, because uh, that whole album, Balloon Animals, low-key, it's called the Nitrous EP. Because <laughs> we're doing a lot of drugs. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, a wild uh, time in my life. After, you know, you know, niggas break up with their girlfriend and just start going crazy and, you know, shit like that. So I was doing a bunch of shit. The album, Wrath, all that shit, those were... All the older ones and shit, a bunch of crazy shit. Well, you definitely building you a, a a solid fan base with everything that you putting out. So I'm not happy that you going through things. You feel me? Uh, oh yeah, no, those, those were that was like then. You know, life is a lot better now for sure. Life is super, super, super amazing now. I'm so let me ask you. Let me ask you this: doing a lot of shit. But uh, it's just like, you know, I'd be looking at it. I'd be listening to all my old shit from the old shit to now. And I'd just be like, damn, gee. Like, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, damn, I can't write no sad songs. I'm not sad. I only write. Oh, wonderful. I I'm glad you did that, man. Because, like, don't let them put you in a box like that. Because, like, once once they notice you notice that you can't come out that box on your oh, yeah. own, they want to get rid of you. Oh, yeah. That's how I, <laughs> my next album, I have an EP coming out called As Above, So Below. Then my al actual album is called, no, the, the EP we push and we trying to push to get this, this paperwork done so that start giving me this distribution. Uh, my next single pass on February 22nd is called Proud of Me. And uh, my homie who shot the, uh, the queso video and the ring video and all that stuff. My little homie since this, he uh he shot the proud of me video. It was like he's from Texas. He also shot the my place video. Okay. Um, but the video fucking raw. This kid is only they only just turned twenty two. But when I met him, he wasn't twenty one yet. We were out in Texas with uh Peso Peso, Boss Walker and all that. And uh I I I, I fucked with his style so much on my cat. What's up? I flew him out here for like a month. He spent like a month with me. He stayed in my crib and we went to like six different states just shooting video. We shot like five videos uh, uh, dedicated. We shot dedicated in my basement. Okay. That's my basement. And then um, that was the last video we did before he left back to Texas. But he was shooting uh, proud of me the whole time, every state we went to. And. Me up. 
Speak about me as a shit. <laughs> I opened it and there's a picture of Shroom saved in the fucking note file. Yeah. 31 days. No more free shit. No more free shit. Nah. They say I wouldn't be shit. Wow. My new bitch can see this. And my last bitch press, bitch on the best. I hope that you see this. <laughs> Said, nah, I know that you watching. You know that we popping. From the go, ain't no stopping. They ain't finna do me like that. Uh, you can never do it like us. I'm counting bands up in my sleep. Philippe pull up in a Jeep. Might pull off with your crush. Pouring up pink till I fall asleep. More ink tatted on me with bandos smoking OG. Polo got the 40 with the beam. Fuck around, spin a re up on the ring. Yeah, we the greatest. Finna go ape shit. Hoes walking around naked. I'm on a playlist. Shorty want a man, tell the save it. Heard he talking shit, but won't say it. Fuck around, finna re up on the ring. Uh. Uh, fuck around finna rip on the ring, ring, ring. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, fuck around finna rip on the. Hey. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, uh, fuck around finna rip on the ring, ring, ring. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, fuck around finna rip on the. Hey. Blow our head off. Dub hit so hard my face fell off. Just get a sell off. You pop out just so you can sell out. Oh. I get money, little bitch, you can't tell now. You can't see me, I'm stuck in the damn house. Turn the zipper into money sacks. Whoa, money. yeah, I'm clingy, but stay letting packs go. Money. Everyone that I wanna know, know me. Oh. Ironic to Jace, can I find me? Yeah. When the sun out, uh, I can't wear chase cause it blind me. me. Palms itch like they stay such an ivy. Verses sick like they came with an ivy. Niggas front saying something about a pack. If you wanna talk the numbers, then try me. I look tasty, shorty said that she'll try me. Say you loyal, don't you ever defy me. Haters talking like they stay trying to find me. Till they crossing on the line and we dining. Drop and eat a nigga like it's a diner. Then she fine till I leave her behind. Then she fine till I leave her behind. It's easy fried off this weed that we buy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, uh, fuck around finna rip on the ring. Ring, ring. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, fuck around finna rip on the. Hey. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, uh, fuck around finna rip on the ring. Fuck around finna rip on the ring. Uh, fuck around finna rip on the. Hey.
Shorty wanna see me, so I tell her come and see me Damn, nigga, this ain't TV land They shootin' like the TV cams Onions, hats, and quarters, balls, and grams I need a hundred grand Sick as fuck, I'm callin' in Probably need some medicine Juice like I invented it Police come, don't tell them shit Them niggas, they irrelevant The money, we get hella hit Fall out like I'm hella rich Serving on some tennis shit Bow down to your excellence Stupid raw, that special shit She say I smoke too much Told her I don't smoke enough Top me while I roll a blunt Tony John, now watch me stunt Niggas trying to fake the funk Leave never gave a fuck Shorty say I play too much Look here boy, don't play with us She say I play too much Show you how a player does Top me while I roll a blunt Mama dinner place, get basic, cuz Thug nigga never gain no fucks And the pigs on a high speed case with us And the young as he was standing in the way too much Black Tony, I was playing with the yanks too much Like, yeah, nigga, sick with the blow UPS just dropped the brick at the door Treat my trap like a jock, dude, you stiffin' and go My old bitch won't be back, let them be hit no more Got them birdies for 20 flat Treat my hoes like my Porsche, put them on the track Take a trip, put your bitch pussy on the map Got good crack in my pack, out the cul-de-sac Ain't no hold it back She say I smoke too much Told her I don't smoke enough Top me while I roll Sometimes we got to go into part two. This your boy, Kevin Black. You feel me? TZ Dub is definitely still in the building with us, man. You feel me? And we're going to drop off into him breaking down some other tracks of 31 Days. But I wanted y'all artists to hear this, you feel me, from an independent artist that's really on his game and paying his own way. You feel me? Um, What was your thought? Um, shit, I was saying, uh, the more you bring to the table without the label, the better off you are, because if they got to do everything for you, like record you, um, find you beat and your video shot and all that shit, then you finna end up owing them more than, than paying you. You know, they're going to treat you like a slave to basically work for you versus them working for you. And that's so 100, man. And I wish more artists took that route. I know everybody got things going on in their life where they can use uh, some upfront money. But, you know, if they want to give you 10 and you just need some money, you've been broke all this time, man. Take three. You feel me? <laughs> That's the best thing I can tell you. Take three thousand instead of ten, cause ten will turn into a hundred thousand overnight. Fuck with a record company. You feel me? 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about the the interest and shit. I just yeah, yeah. Don't see. I like. I really love math. So only way you can make money off money is by charging interest. I can't do nothing for you when I'm putting money up for you without yeah, without the interest being involved. Say it again. I say, yeah, it don't make no sense to put some money up just to get the same exact amount of money back. Yeah, we ain't we ain't friends. We business partners. You feel me? And what part of the business is you gonna play? You gonna be an equal partner and know what you worth? You feel me? Or I'm gonna have to handle you like a baby. So I should be compensated for that. And that's how record companies play artists like they babies. You feel me? What's my call it? Uh, Lil Uzi, he made like twenty thousand off of EXO tour life, and that song went triple. I mean, that shit went platinum as hell. Uh, uh, toured around and all that shit. He made that shit made millions of dollars. He only got twenty thousand out of that. You know, and it's like, but when you see him, you think he's having a life. You feel me? And it's like that ain't that. That ain't the type of life I want when all that money out there that I created ain't coming to me. Yeah, nah, fuck that. Like, me already, I done invested so much time and so money, so much money in that shit. It's just like, fuck that shit. Everybody always be that questions. Like, a lot of local people I know that make music and stuff, they'll be like, um, what does this cost? What does that cost? Uh, motherfuckers be wanting the $200 music video, the $100 music video, the free music video. I be like, man, I paid this music video like $1,500 and that's just to get them to shoot. That don't even cover the cost of all the extra shit that's in the field. But me just like, oh, yeah, you took it. It's like, well, if you want to invest $1,500 in yourself, why the fuck are you buying? Yeah, and, and because it's all like, I, I think it's because guys have saw um, guys do it without all that, you feel me, and not know how much they signed away. You see what I'm saying? Like, you got guys that pop out here with good songs or songs that somebody then chose and say, you know, I'm going to bag this. And this guy, he just made a simple video. You know, and bow. Next thing you know, he didn't blew up, but the contract he signed wiped away everything that he could have potentially gathered for his own nest egg. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't think they never really see that part of the game. Yeah, you know. It's a, it's a lot of people like low key record labels take advantage of shit like that. They go find hungry, hungry niggas that's in the ghetto and, and in the hood and doing this, that, and the other. They ain't never really had shit. You know, they're not in a regional contract. You wave some money in their face. Yeah. Sign this shit real quick. We're going to get $50,000 total. That interest. Yeah, yeah. And it like what they be having is structure. Like they'll put. They they love to put you in a whole nother deal. You know, they love to put you in a whole nother deal to keep you from recouping 
from your first deal. And I, I be like, damn, that's crazy. So that's why I want to break off until, you know, on your bio, you have a, a goals section that you wanted to um capitalize off of as your goals as an artist. And um, we just going to run through them. And you check them off. Did you establish a fan base? It's growing. Not everything. You know, people don't even get that one first put this out and be like, yeah. I just put this shit out. They don't even promote it. They don't do nothing. They just put it out. And then they conclude that it don't do nothing. It's like, at least put $100 on the promotion shit. At, at least. At least. Okay. Uh, if, 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 if you know music, bro, you already know. A hundred dollars, that's gonna be like maybe do something on one platform. That's not even gonna get total promotion. That's gonna just get you a Spotify or uh, some Facebook ads or some Instagram ads or some shit like that. YouTube playlists and shit. That's not gonna get you. You put a hundred dollars down. What you doing? You putting five dollars on every program? Get. Yeah, and you know, a lot of guys don't. A lot of guys don't know this. This is why we want to interview guys like you. Um, how about your goal of becoming a full time artist and businessman? How that's going for you? Um, uh, it's going. I got a studio that I also own. Um. It just be hit or miss because the, the shows right now, the shows. Hey, the show. Oh, oh, my fault, my fault. Um, TZ, you got an earpiece in? Nah. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like uh, COVID and shit just super slowed everything down, especially in the phases when there weren't really any shows. Because, you know, a lot of the merch set, the shows, they don't come to people just shopping. But, uh, I mean, I'd rather be doing the fucking sit in the office. <laughs> right, right, right. You'd making, rather be making, a, making be, like fucking ten dollars to be maybe fifteen if I'm lucky, like shit. So, how about the the um the music licenses deals? Where you at on that? Is that did you accomplish that goal? That's actually something that just started happening. We haven't signed anything yet, but I got some stuff going on just recently uh, that just came up with the public. And I know a couple of people are already in the game, so we're working on that now. And how about touching the people that you actually want to touch in your demographic? You know, you you speak on performing in demographical related markets. Um, I've done a lot more in Chicago than anywhere else, but we're branding, branching out, meeting up with people, and definitely when I was in Atlanta, uh, was it last year? Sometime last year. I met uh, my homie who's at A and R. He really fucks with my music and been uh, helping me out a lot. Uh, put a lot of shit on. Uh, 
So it's just like, we be getting out there. It's just a slow process because you don't pay for everything. Like I said, I pay for the majority of the shit myself. And it ain't cheap. I feel you. I definitely feel you. All right, man, I know you touched on, I'm going to say the last question before we get out of here. Because it's important for people to hear what a real independent artist do at that stage. But before we get out of here, um, how you been making it through the COVID? Shit, I just been chilling. I be in the house. I, I won't front like I haven't gone no places or whatever, but we just be chilling. And you talking about like music wise, or you talking? Yeah, about- yeah. Like how you been making your music just move and, and keeping a solid appearance up during the COVID, being an independent artist, because you don't have a bunch of labels that's gonna put you out there and buy the ad space for you, but you still making noise. Um, did I got a couple plugs. They've been playing me on the radio out here. Uh, 91.1 FM, they fuck with me super hard. Uh, I just got a couple Power 92 plugs, they fuck with me. Um, in 2020, we were dropping a song like every Tuesday. I was calling it TZ Tuesday. So we were dropping a song every Tuesday and just getting on my Spotify playlist and shit like that. I feel like that helped a lot. But I got my own studio, so it's like I'm always able to just go and make music if I wanted. Um, so that was good because at the beginning of COVID, they shut down all the studios. There wasn't nobody recording for real. Right. Um, I was going out of state for a lot of my shows because they wasn't even doing shows in Chicago. They was doing shows everywhere else. Though niggas be going to Indiana. Uh, I went to New York a couple times. We went to Atlanta a lot. Um, so you banned up through the pandemic. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man, the pandemic money-wise was decent. It was decent. <laughs> you already know. You already know how shit goes. Right, right. I, I, ain't, I ain't mad at you, man. Everybody, <laughs> if you scared, it's too late to be scared now. We gone. I, I, I feel you. So, what they say, they said that shit was pandemic. Pandemic, baby. It was the, hey, for the hustlers, that one scared and that could read and understand what all them contracts they was putting out there was saying. See, we took even, even, we without, took, that, <laughs> even without that, the, the niggas that was trapping too, I I, I seen an increase in, in, in bread from for, for them too. Because motherfuckers is all in the crib, everybody getting all this pandemic money ain't got shit to do. What you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, before we get up out of here, man, I, I, I'm so, man, honored that you took the time out, man, to um bring us your, 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 your lifeline into this thing. Well, I definitely got, because I know you got a lot of merch over there. I, I checked out all your socials. Checked out I your book. What size you wear? What size you wear? Say that again? What size? 
do you wear in like a, a hoodie? Oh, hoodie, 2X. 2X? Yeah. Do you wear a shirt too or not? Nah? No, um, a, a little t-shirt, 1X, but the hoodie, 2X, you know? All right, make sure you uh take me on info. I'm going to have my manager mail you uh, a, a hoodie and a shirt. Well, honey, well, and look, and, and when we get off this, I'm going to send you my notes to my questions because, you know, the last thing you say on your goals is maximize merchandise and branding and sales. Let's talk about that a little bit, man. Why, why, um, so many in the, well, I can't ask you this, but I ask myself this, why so many independent artists put out music for free when they can get that music away for free and still sell their merch to compensate the freeness that they're giving away. Yeah. I don't know, man. To be honest. Cause you I got a whole you got a whole hookup over there. They don't even sell merch. A lot of like from from I'm last gonna... year to this year how did the merch go for you? Mm. Merch has been kind of slow because uh, we, we sell a lot of it at the shows. Okay. So, all the venue issues that we had last year, that shit kind of uh, been fucked up. But prior to that, everything was definitely doing decent. You know? Uh-oh. I feel like if everything goes good this year, like how it's supposed to we start lifting a lot of these restrictions, definitely will be a big improvement. That's what's up, man. Um, where the merch is going is definitely going to pick back up because a lot everybody tired and just protect yourself out there, brother. Um, we definitely um appreciate you stopping through the Bread and Butter Show podcast, sharing your wisdom. And we definitely gonna help you promote everything that you put out, man. Cause you, like you say, you doing things that a lot of guys, I'm not gonna say they're afraid to do, but not willing to commit to doing when it comes to be being independent. And I, hey, I, I salute you for that. I appreciate it. All right, man. That been TZ Dub. This has been your boy, Kevin Black, for the Bread and Butter Podcast. We out. That's me. Speaking about music shit. Even in the house, in the house. I got all my gold on. Whip look like Voltron. Fly it in a vulture. Did it for the culture. Do it for my damn self. Did it with no damn help. Diamonds do the diddy bop. Motherfucker, city cop. The money make me milly rock. My fuck around and money dance. I do this shit with no advance. Play the game, I'm so advanced. You ain't never stood a chance. My exes, they can't stand me. Run it like a stampede. She lick me like I'm candy. My blood is sandy. Palm Beach or Palm Springs. Laid up. By a palm tree, who know what she call me? Bitch, I'm the one, ain't another close. Feel like Danny Phantom, bitch, I'm going ghost. I learned a lot from Lowe's, show my nigga juice. He let me use the Lexus truck, then gave me the coupe. I was trapping extra hard, did what I had to do. Hunters extra blue, ooh. We can do all the drugs at my place.